Hi guys and welcome back to What's the Goss podcast. We are now on episode 7. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in this week to hear another episode of me and Sadie. Yeah, that's actually amazing. You know, it's great that all of you guys are tuning in every single week, every single Tuesday. You know, we'll be here on all platforms, so that's great. Perfect. Um, So we're going to get into the question of the week. Uh, We don't mess about on this podcast. Um, So every single week, every week after we publish our episode on Tuesday, we ask our question of the week. Uh, our Instagram is whatthegoss.pod on every single platform. Your longtime best friend is always cancelling plans and seems disinterested. Do you address the issue or quietly drift apart? Now, we gave you the options of talk it out or they clearly aren't worth it. Ooh, okay. I'm actually not sure what the opinion will be on this because I don't know how quick people are to give up on friendships or whether communicating is like you know a strong point for some people I guess it depends on like the age maybe of the people voting in the poll but yeah what were the results yeah so it's actually 50 50 Um, I was really interested about this but then you know you also think about it some people have like lifelong best friends who they've been Mm. there day in day out for and obviously if you have a problem with your lifelong best friend obviously you're going to talk it out you're not just going to let that fade but if you're a bit like me and your friendships change and, you know, obviously life happens, it is going to be a bit more 50-50, you know, if people are showing signs like not being interested anymore, you know. So, um, yeah, it was quite interesting on that result. We had some responses as well. We always ask you guys to elaborate on your responses. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. I'm sure they have a good reason, dot, 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 unless they don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing with this question is like, obviously, we're we're kind of like putting aside the fact like if they were being a bit distant because of like mental health or anything like that, um, we're sort of just talking in general where it's like quite obvious that they're in the wrong. Um, You know, if it's a case of like they're being a bit distant because like a family member's died or something, then, you know, that's fair enough. But in terms of like it being a one sided friendship, I think, yeah, exactly. Like you shouldn't stand for that. Um, We actually had someone reply to this story post and actually do like a full on story time, which I love it when that happens. Someone said, girl, I've been best friends with my friend since primary school and she did this after she got a boyfriend. She also cancels plans with stupid excuses like, and I quote, I'll be ill that day. What? I cut her off with no explanation needed because it's not like she'd turn up for the chat about it anyway. Oh my god, that's actually so true. Like, what? I'll be ill that day. Is that like a I don't really understand like is that a joke you know when like a teacher says something that oh we'll be doing this in this lesson or the exams on that day whatever and you say like jokingly oh I'm gonna be ill on that day yeah like I've never heard someone that like use that as a genuine excuse because like how could you know no it seems so like childish to say that I'm glad this girl has cut her friend off because honestly you deserve a lot better than that um maybe it seems like she's kind of changed after she's got this boyfriend I don't know a bit weird yeah I mean people do go quite distant when they have a boyfriend like we were talking about before but like there's lots of different reasons why your best friend might be being distant but I feel like a good best friend would kind of realize that they are and then you guys can have a conversation about it and you know get back to where you were but I think the issue lies with like how they're how they respond to you sort of addressing the situation if they are really like defensive about it and can't like seem to agree with you on anything that you've said then I think that's when like the friendship kind of can't get past it and that's probably maybe when people would vote like cut them off because that their experience is that their best friend like isn't very good at like addressing things and isn't good at taking accountability exactly and I think communication is really important in a situation where you've been best friends with somebody since primary school you know it it does take a lot like you do have to put up with a lot to actually be in the position of right enough is enough like we do need to talk about this and you know the potential of cutting someone off could seem quite scary if you're in that long of a friendship um but Definitely. You know, people, people can outgrow each other especially if you're not being treated the way you deserve 100 percent, yeah someone else said I'm saying talk it out I've been in this situation so many times closure is so important even if the friendship ends because of it I really agree with that one like it's not nice when a friendship ends and you just don't know why 
like you think back to everything that's happened you're just growing apart but it is nice to even just talk about it you know understand what has actually happened because even if it is your fault you would want to understand so you can take that advice going forward but closure Mm. is so so important when things like this happen because otherwise you can just go down the route just blaming yourself and that's not a healthy route to go down ever yeah I I can kind of see that for sure I think I did actually see a post the other day about how like closure like somebody saying they don't believe in closure I'm interested to hear that (laughs) So it says, um, apparently there's been like studies to say that closure isn't a real thing, that the idea of closure seems to be totally unaware of the reality of the grieving process and that healing isn't a linear process where you can suddenly get over a hurdle and everything is fine, which I can kind of agree with. I suppose when people think of closure, they think of getting the answers so that they can move on. But sometimes the answers don't actually help you. It really depends on how rational you are as a person. You could find out why your boyfriend cheated on you, but is that going to help you heal from it? Not really. Like sometimes the answers don't really help because the situation is still the same. So I kind of get where you're coming from, but sometimes I feel like closure is a little bit of an excuse to have like contact with someone that you just shouldn't have contact with to try and, you know, like almost write the end to the story when sometimes like, some stories just end abruptly and the book is just ended there mid-chapter you know it's not always like a clean um ending if that makes sense so yeah definitely you know I've had friendships that have ended in the past and I've kind of gone back and questioned like why on earth have they ended and you know if you don't have any closure I feel like I've kind of gone down the route of thinking oh it could have been this I might have done this you know questioning things you know putting so much blame on yourself and that friend comes back to you years later and says well actually it wasn't you it was you know this has actually happened in my life I think actually having a talk about this is very important you know in a friendship because it could be a case of you thinking this friend is pulling away whereas in reality they might have things going on at home you know struggles with their mental health so I'm kind of on the side where I think you should talk about it um, for kind of like both of your sakes, because they might actually be wanting somebody to reach out, ask them if anything's wrong. Um, and it's yeah. you've done. So I think I'm definitely on the side of wanting to talk about it, even if the friendship does end because you have talked about it. Definitely have a conversation with that person if you feel they're being distant, because I feel like everybody is owed an explanation to a certain extent. It just depends on what the situation is. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if your yeah. boyfriend cheats on you, there's no reason to have a closure chat because like he's done what he's done there's there's no excuse but if it's just a friend being distant then yeah that's obviously something that you can overcome yeah I 100% agree with that there's no there's no need for closure when it comes to cheating it's just going to hurt you more really isn't it yeah exactly so shall we move on to the um dilemmas for this week we should okay so we have our first dilemma uh, for this episode this one was sent in a few weeks ago we finally gotten around to it and I think I've been really interested to read this one out because I think a lot of people can benefit from hear- hearing this so the title is how to get over a cheater oh I know this is what I mean so it says hi girls I love your podcast although I need some advice so my ex of one year split up at the end of 2022 due to a boys holiday incident oh no oh no it's giving it's giving episode five or six isn't it where we talk about the boys holiday and something what did we talk about um wasn't it this girl found out her boyfriend cheated through a tiktok trend yes that was last episode if you guys listen to that then you'll know what we're on about go back and listen to it if not but boys holidays are like the devil so anyway continue anyway i'm glad they split up after that had happened i'm glad um, so she mm. says, we practically lived together and spent every night with each other. However, I'm still totally besotted with him. Oh, bless her. It's been over nine months. We've seen each other many times since splitting up. Even stayed the night home alone with each other. Mm. Mm. However, I know he doesn't want a relationship, as he's told me. But he knows I want to get back with him. Right, so... Okay, okay. Off the get-go right this is red flag yeah this is not gonna work let's break it down you literally both want different things and you've straight up both said that so for example like if I said to Sadie I don't want to be friends anymore and she said I want to be friends we're not going to be friends like 
she doesn't want to be my friend so it's just not going to run and it's the same in this situation like he said he doesn't want a relationship you've said you do it you're not going to have a relationship and if you do it's it's going to be one-sided I think I think you really have to take his words as they are and when I heard the words we've seen each other since I literally just quivered like yeah no girl honestly you deserve better than that like this is literally an ex just messing you around and I was actually listening to another podcast the other day I think it was um best friends who f I won't say the word in case we get like flagged but um (laughs) basically they was James was saying on that podcast that boys basically will see an ex and get back sort of with an ex just to sleep with them because they're bored and they they know that person will sleep with them they 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 kind of feel like they can string you along like in hopes that you think that you'll get back together and it sounds like that's exactly what's happening here it sounds as if he's kind of using you to his advantage but doesn't want to commit to you and because it's an ex there is definitely strings attached so I don't believe in having like a friends with benefits or just sleeping with an ex really unless there's absolutely no feelings involved anymore on both parts um but there clearly is feelings involved from your side and I think you're kind of hoping that you can change his mind but in a situation like this I think I've said before but sometimes you need to see people for who they are and take their words literally like he's shown you who he is and you need to believe that you don't need to make up a narrative in your head about him being like an amazing guy and everything which I feel like you might be doing because I've definitely done that before kind of like painting a picture in my head of someone which just isn't really the truth and it's not actual reality I'm just sort of sugarcoating everything they're saying in my head to like digest it better if that makes sense I think that's really good advice to be honest and I I would 100% say that I think what's made this really difficult for you is it's been nine months since the breakup but I think that the way to go after a breakup is no contact especially if it's somebody you've been with for over a year because it's just going to make it more difficult for you like she goes on to say I blocked him for two months a while ago but then we end up speaking to each other on a night out and I added him back I tried Mm. cutting him off but I just can't it's like I can't let go of what we had and this is what I mean because he's always there constantly there you're seeing him on nights out you probably live quite close to each other you're texting you've stayed over at his house it's kind of like these milestones are happening every few months where you're seeing him and for that reason you just can't let go of him because all of those feelings come back um, and that's what makes it so difficult because you didn't go no contact right at the start of the breakup it's just made it worse for you and more difficult to get over him and I think yeah. my advice would 100% be go no contact because this man he has cheated on you through a boys holiday incident then you've broken up he's explicitly told you he does not want a relationship but you just Mm. can't get over him and I think obviously it's easy for me and Mal to say you know just break up with him he's horrible because obviously we don't know anything about your relationship we don't know how how you are how you have been how strong your feelings probably were for each other yeah but face value when we read this this man has treated you rubbishly yeah and you are it's 100 percent not okay like you're probably quite young and you've never seen how you're supposed to be treated by a man it's just not it's not right no man should go on a boy's holiday cheat on you and then say he doesn't want you back uh it's just if anything he should be begging for you back yeah it's toxic at the end of the day when you really boil it down he showed that he didn't want a relationship by cheating on you and then he said he didn't want a relationship as well after that so there's no situation where this guy is going to want a relationship and there's no situation where it will be healthy to get back into one because he has already betrayed you so I don't think he would uh, refrain from doing that again especially if he's full-on said that he doesn't want a relationship and you could do so much better than that honestly you don't want to be going back and forth with someone toxic taking up all this time in your life like I know people who have had a similar situation they've gone and back and forth to the same guy for literally like a year on end like constantly getting upset constantly getting played and being mugged off and like you know if you go back to him now then like you know I feel like you're kind of just mugging yourself off because he has kind of showed you what he's like and going back to that is like stupid but I completely understand that you're probably attached to him and like attachment is a very real thing and it's 
it's not something that you're just going to get over overnight and I feel like that's something you've got to sit down with yourself and come to terms with is that you are attached to this person you do have feelings for them and that is not going to go away if you want it to go away you're going to have to be no contact no messaging no seeing him on a night out nothing like that you need to avoid him at all costs to move on for your own good otherwise this could be going on now for literally months to come and you're wasting opportunities you're wasting your time your energy you could be putting that energy into someone new who will treat you better I guarantee as soon as you meet someone else you'll have forgotten all about this guy like they do kind of say you need to get under someone to get over someone and that's not something I personally think is always good but in a situation like this maybe you do just need to start seeing someone else yeah exactly even if it is just a bit of a rebound like you know that's not the nicest thing but you might end up really liking the rebound I don't know but you just need to start seeing what's out there because you're going to soon realize that your ex is nothing and he can carry on with his cheating shenanigans on his lad's holidays if that's how much he thinks of you then he you know that's disgusting like to cheat on someone like that is horrible and you're worth so much more than that so I think you need to take your pride and just like make the right decision for you and future you as well yeah and also it does sound like you're kind of willing to forgive his cheating by wanting him back like please do not think that like you have to accept that kind of behavior from men because it's not normal like in your head you're probably thinking oh but I really want him back so I'm just gonna kind of like forgive the fact that he has cheated on this boy's holiday like no like it's not it's not normal or okay or acceptable to be treated like that so please don't think that this relationship is all that you are worth because it's just not true I think a rebound is a good way to go as well. Um, Like, get yourself back out there because this is not the way that you're supposed to be treated. Definitely not. Exactly. Like, in this situation, like I was saying before, closure just doesn't exist. Like, going and sleeping with him for the last time or, like, speaking to him about what happened, like, that's not going to give you closure and it's not going to help you move on. The only way you can move on is just by cutting him off. So, good luck with taking our advice (laughs) because you have no options. You have to. (laughs) You have but no good but yeah I actually do think that was kind of good advice I'm not sure how good the advice is about the rebound take that with a pinch of salt but you know I I don't necessarily mean sleeping with other people I just mean go on some dates or something you know like have some you know good luck with that and thank you so much for writing in good luck Okay. okay so moving on to the next dilemma this is actually a crazy, well, I always say this, I always say, oh, it's actually a crazy dilemma, but no, this one is like something I've never heard before. <laughs> um, I don't even know like where to start with this one, but the title is, my best friend told me to lose weight. Uh, Off the uh, bat, this can't, this can't go well. This, this is not gonna, I'm not gonna read this and be like, oh, fair enough. Like, no, from the get go, no. Immediately no. I always think if people just send in these titles, like, what would our opinion be? Because my opinion yeah. at this point is just like, goodbye. Like, we are- My opinion right now is just like, murder. <laughs> <laughs> murder on my mind. No. Um, okay. So, a um, bit of context as well before we go into this. I, I personally don't mind giving context on this. I mean, if you've seen videos of me or photos of me, you'll know. I am a mid-sized gal and so is Sadie. Yeah. So... When it comes to topics like this, I feel like I'm a little bit like sensitive towards it. Not in a case of like it's going to upset me, but more in a case of like I can relate to like feeling a bit insecure about your weight and like people making comments and things. So I feel like we are good people to give advice on this because it's not like we are super athletic and like never ever dealt with any like body confidence issues. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I 100% agree, which is why I think we're so quick to like kind of think the worst with this dilemma because it's it's not something we personally experienced with both of us, but it's something mm. similar, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. And obviously like mid-size is stunning, like plus size is stunning. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. And like, I'm not really insecure about the way I look in terms of my body, but obviously from this dilemma, this could be a bit triggering to some people. So if you do have any um sort of triggers surrounding weight weight loss anything like that this one might not be for you so maybe just skip ahead um so I'll jump right into it so hey girls I have a dilemma for you my best friend is getting married next May along with some of my other friends I am a bridesmaid 
Okay, so they've decided to call this girl Katie. So that's her anonymous name. Okay, so right. me and Katie have been best friends for about five years now. For context, we are both 25. Okay, so they met when they were about 20. So like our age. So they've yeah. been friends for a decent amount of time now. Quite well. Until recently, we have had no issues within the friendship. And I saw her like a sister. However, since she started planning her wedding last month, I've seen a side to her which I cannot believe. She's become the biggest bridezilla ever, constantly stressing about the planning of the wedding and throwing hissy fits when things don't go to plan. For example, she tried to book a certain venue and they were fully booked. She got so angry about this that she said she wasn't going to get married anymore because she has to get married there for the aesthetic photos. She is always making comments about how she won't stand for any bs during this planning and will have everything perfect she's made several comments about the appearance of things and it kind of seems like she cares more about the wedding photos and impressing people with the appearance of it than actually the act of getting married itself oh i see where this is going now Mm, i know Uh, i did find this difficult to deal with as i don't think like that However, I looked past this and put it down to the fact of her being a perfectionist. However, that changed when she started slating my appearance and making comments about how I need to lose weight if I want to be a bridesmaid. However, that changed when she started slating my appearance and making comments about how I need to lose weight if I want to be a bridesmaid. This all began when we were having a girls' day out and went for a McDonald's drive through I ordered a large Big Mac meal and she said... she said uh, she made a remark along the lines of you better cut down on those before the wedding oh my god she said she can't have me looking like the odds went out in the photos and looking fat in the dress for reference i'm a size 14 and the other bridesmaids are all petite i was very taken back by this and obviously hurt i didn't respond at the time as i had no idea what to even say to that I thought maybe it was a bad joke, but since she has continued to make remarks saying how I should take pride in my appearance and constantly asking if I want to go to the gym with her, I honestly don't want to be a part of this wedding, let alone be her friend, if this is what she thinks of me. Help, what do I do? Oh my god, that's so bad. Like, first of all, it doesn't even matter that she was a size 14, you should never have said that. Literally, I mean... This is just, like, next level. I mean, from the get-go, it seems like she actually doesn't give a flying crap about the act of marriage. Like, ha- like I understand wanting an aesthetic wedding, but, like, you're- the point of a wedding is to marry the person that you love. And it's it's not about the aesthetics and the wedding photos. Like, this is kind of, like, a big generational problem, I would say, is caring a lot too much about the appearance of things and like the instagram aesthetic and like i completely understand like people get a bit stressed planning their wedding and want things to go to plan but i'm sorry but like that sort of you know perfectionism like sort of overflowing into the fact of like people's weight and stuff is not appropriate yeah 100 as soon as she said that she's you know criticizing every single detail about the wedding I feel like I knew where this was going. Like you could just, you could just see it from the title, and mm. I feel like from this conversation that you've described in the car, it kind of seems like she's just exploded because it seems like she's made all of these little comments in one go. Just said, "I don't want you looking fat in your bridesmaid's dress." How disgusting is that? That's awful. Like I can, I kind of understand that the person who's writing in, they wouldn't respond to that because pissy, I wouldn't know what to say to that. Yeah, I, I couldn't say anything in a cool and calm manner at that point. It would have been like an explosion, but that's awful. I feel so sorry for the person who's writing in. Literally, like that's your best friend. I don't think she'd made any comment. Like she said, there was no problems within their friendship until this, so it's very out of the blue. And obviously, she is bothered about bothered. <laughs> she is bothered about the aesthetic, saying like she doesn't want you to look like the odds went out in the in the photos like I'm sorry but take me for who I am like you will take me for who I am or we're not friends like I'm not losing weight for your wedding I'm happy within myself I'm a completely normal size I'm not losing weight for your wedding for your advantage like I'm happy with myself I'll look stunning in that dress I definitely don't need your opinion especially when I'm about to eat a Big Mac like you're just gonna make me not want to eat it now yeah oh god 100% oh it's so sad 
I'm so sorry that this has been said to you. Please know you should absolutely never feel like that, especially from somebody who's your best friend. Like you shouldn't feel like that from anybody. Um, personally, I can 100% understand that you wouldn't want anything to do with this wedding. Even if you were like a size smaller by the time you get to that wedding, you're always going to have this insecurity that your friend is thinking that of you. So that's what becomes difficult now. It doesn't matter what size you are. You're always going to be thinking in the back of your head, you know, she thinks I'm fat. And that's just the way that it's going to go, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And it sounds like she's a really harsh and judgmental person. It seems very strange that this wedding has brought out this horrible side of her. And especially because you said you have a relationship like sisters. I think that can get a bit messy sometimes because I know what I'm like with my sister arguing all the time but if, if it yeah. is a case of like you know you something to, that is like that would upset you that's where it can become difficult so for yeah me, um I don't know if I would take part in this wedding I don't think I could after she said that it doesn't even sound like it's going to be a very enjoyable event in the first place she doesn't even sound like she's you know happy to get married and it doesn't sound she's looking forward to marry her husband it just seems like she wants the Instagram photos so I don't think I would go personally yeah completely I don't think it would be a very enjoyable experience being a bridesmaid for her anyway like imagine the Hindu imagine the planning the rest of the planning the day of she'd be going crazy on the day of like making sure everything was perfect I can imagine her being the type to be like shouting at the makeup artist shouting at the hairstylist crying not happy with the way she's looking and everything and maybe she's actually just kind of deflecting her own sort of insecurities onto you as well at the end of the day, she's sitting in McDonald's drive-thru with you eating a McDonald's. Yeah. Sorry, but you can't really be commenting on me when you're doing the exact same thing. Like, yes, you might be thinner than me, but you're not healthier, clearly, because you're literally eating a McDonald's with me. What the hell is wrong with you? Why are you saying stuff like that to me? Like, it's it's actually horrible because, like, you shouldn't care what your friends look like at all. I personally think I would have to say something because especially yeah. being best friends for that amount of time, I would have to, like, not even have a conversation about it but let her know how much she has hurt you by making that comment because, you know, yeah. you can't just get away with that. She can't just, you know, just go on as normal. She has really hurt her best friend and, like, there may be no coming back from that. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't be going to the wedding after that. I think she can have a bridesmaid dress back and just, like, literally never speak to me again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, I'm not dealing with that kind of attitude and I don't care about your wedding enough to lose weight. Like, goodbye. 100%. 100%. Okay, yeah, I'm so sorry that that happened to you again. Like, nobody should ever make you feel like that ever. So, no, completely. Yeah, literally, completely disregard that comment and just see it as her being insecure in herself because, like, you literally know you're beautiful as you are. There's absolutely no need for those kind of like comments at all. Okay, so dilemma number three. Now, I have to say, this is a situation I absolutely would not want to be in. I'm so sorry to whoever it's in. Oh, I'm scared now. Yeah, <laughs> you'll understand why now. The title is "He Got a Tattoo of My Face and It's Ugly." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it starts. Oh my god, I'm in a complete dilemma, and I desperately need your advice on this one. Recently, my boyfriend went on a lad's holiday to Magaluf, and you won't believe what's happened. While he was drunk, he decided to get a tattoo of my face on his arm. At first, I thought it was a sweet gesture, but the problem is the tattoo is absolutely ugly and doesn't look like me at all. Oh my god. What the hell? I'm sorry, but how drunk could you have to be? Like, you'd have to be off your face to be getting a tattoo of my face on your arm. Right, one thing, I'm happy that he hasn't gone off to Magaluf and cheated on her. Like, that's really great. The fact that he's gone to Magaluf and got a tattoo of his girlfriend, 100% better than cheating. But the fact that it is ugly and doesn't look like her, oh my God, I don't know what I would do. I mean, to be fair, it's probably just down to a rubbish tattoo artist. And I probably wouldn't really care. I'd be like, wow, you've got that on your arm now for like the foreseeable until you get it removed, if you do get it removed. Yeah. If not, then it's kind of just like his problem. Like it's on his arm. So I wouldn't really care. It's nothing to like insult me. Obviously, the tattoo artist just didn't do a very good job of like copying the photo and it's magaloof, isn't it? Like, I don't know how good the tattoo artist out there at like two o'clock on the strip, (laughs) but... I've been out, obviously, I went to Magaluf in May, and literally the strip is bar, club, tattoo parlour, bar, club, tattoo parlour. 
And these clubs are giving out all the free shots. So he must have been so drunk to get one of these tattoos. And again, they're like 40 euros. They're not expensive. Um, So (laughs) she goes on to say, the problem is he's really happy with himself and feels that he's done a nice gesture. Oh. Now (laughs) I'm torn between feeling flattered that he wanted to get something to symbolise our relationship and being mortified by the outcome. It's not just the artistic quality of the tattoo. It genuinely doesn't resemble me in any way. Oh, this is what I mean. So she's saying it's an okay tattoo, like it's a good tattoo. It just doesn't look like her. Oh, that's so bad. But if it was art, if it wasn't down to the artistic quality, then like it it would look like her because the artist should be able to copy the picture. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, I, I so mean. Bad. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really want my boyfriend walking around with something that didn't look like me because then it's like, who's that girl tattooed on your arm? Oh, yeah, it's my girlfriend. What? What, your seen, ex? Like, who is that? I've seen some boys, you know, like, there's just, like, generic, like, girl faces with boys got on tattoos. To yeah. be fair, if my boyfriend had a tattoo of, like, another girl's face on his arm, I'd be quite mad because why do you have a photo of, like, a random girl, like, tattooed to your body for the rest of your life? I'd be a bit, like, what? Hmm. Um... Then she says, I'm worried about what people will think when they see it. I don't want them to assume I had any say in this decision or that I'm okay with walking around with a hideous representation of myself permanently inked on his arm. They might even think it's a tattoo of another girl. So yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I said. He might even think it's something of another girl. Mm -hmm. I know he meant well, but I can't help but cringe every time I see a tattoo. It's become a source of anxiety for me and I'm not sure how to approach the situation without hurting his feelings or causing an argument because he's genuinely really happy with it. I don't want to be the reason for any regrets or resentment on his part. What do I do? Well, I'm sorry, but is he blind? Like, can he not see it doesn't look like you? So funny. I mean, literally just say to him, like, I'm not being funny, babe, but I know you're happy that you got that tattoo of me and you think it was a nice gesture, but you were smashed and that looks nothing like me. I'm sorry, but that looks nothing like me. Like, do you need to see it from a better angle or something? Because who is that? That's not me. Did you show a photo of me? Like, I want to know the photo that he used for the reference photo, because if you're saying it doesn't look like you, you need to find out what photo he based this off. Like, was it a photo of you? No offense, with like no makeup or like no hair done. Like, is it, it, it probably like, it might look like you. This is what we mean. You need to find out the source of this tattoo. Like, where does it even come from? Because the fact that it just doesn't look like you, point blank. I mean, surely he showed her the photo that um, he showed the tattoo artist. But then I don't know if he was that drunk, does he even remember? Yeah, this is what I mean. So it really depends. Because if there is some sort of artistic capability here, then like something, I don't know if it's, in, it wouldn't be in colour, would it? Like, how long was he, like, how long these tattoos take hours to do? How long was he there for? Like he must have sobered up by the end. <laughs> Is it like a stick man or something? Yeah, like literally. What? Oh my god, that's so funny. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, it is nice. Bless him. He's gone off to Magaluf. This is what I mean. Usually the dilemmas we get about boys' holidays are like the first dilemma we read out today. My boyfriend cheated on me, boys' holiday incident. I found out my boyfriend cheated on me through a TikTok trend in Magaluf. This is what I mean. Your boyfriend's gone on a lad's holiday to Magaluf and gone and got a tattoo of you when he was drunk, which is quite sweet if you think about it. And he did say, you know, I thought it was a nice gesture at first before I saw it. But mm. the fact that he's done this, it is just a bit idiotic. Like, oh, I wouldn't, I don't know what I would say. I like, wouldn't really care about upsetting him, but maybe that's just my personality. I'd just say, like, that doesn't look anything like me. Why have you done that? Yeah. I'm just to the point, like, if my boyfriend did that, I just, I would honestly be like, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. How long have these, this couple been together? That's what I'm mm, wondering. Yeah, I feel like it sounds from it that they've been together a while. I don't know. Another question. Would you ever get a tattoo for a boy? Mm, we sort of have thought about getting matching tattoos before. Um, and we were kind of thinking about doing it on our last holiday, but... I'm not, like, sure how I feel about tattoos. I like them on other people. But on myself, I've got one tattoo. And, like, I don't regret it. But I can see it ageing already. Like, I've only had it a year. And it's already looking, like, a different colour. And, like, not as good. And not as sharp and everything. So, I'm just, like, I go off things so quickly. I don't know if it's a good idea. So, 
I probably wouldn't for that reason because I am quite indecisive with things and I don't really want that reminder on my arm if we were to break up that's what I mean like I'm so indecisive I can't even choose a tattoo for myself but I think that with my life I feel like nothing's ever really permanent like things are changing all the time not to say I'm ever going to break up with Dove but like everything's changing all the time like I would never get a tattoo with a friend or with anything I feel like if I had a tattoo it would have to mean like absolutely nothing to do with anyone it would just be like oh that looks nice on Pinterest like I'm gonna have that I'm yeah just so indecisive but like he's clearly very confident in your relationship that when he is drunk he gets a tattoo of your face on his arm like oh mm. my god so yeah tell him what you think of it like don't sugarcoat it say like you know it looks awful um say you know it's nice that you thought of getting a tattoo with me and then I also think that you should definitely go down the route of looking to get it covered up the problem is he really likes it but maybe just like show him like you know bring up the original photo and like that photo of his arm like side by side and just say like it just doesn't look like me and I just don't like that because people are gonna think it's someone else and maybe just pay for him to get a cover-up to be honest if he likes it and you don't maybe see if you can convince him but I don't think it's that deep at the end of the day boys get stupid tattoos all all the time my boyfriend's got the word sauce written on his leg so you know we can't trust these these people they're just idiots like boys you know they just do stupid stuff I don't know why he did that but it's not even spelt right I don't even that's know. That's so funny. That was actually done with a home, like, tattoo gun. How is it spelled? What do you mean? How can you misspell sauce? I don't even know. It's spelled like, um, it's spelled with, like, two E's on the end. There's no C. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's just soy. It's sweet. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> I don't understand what happened there. And it's lucky he's got hairy legs, so you can't really see it. But, like, it's a proper bold, like writing like horrible handwriting i'll see if i can like find a photo i'll take a photo of his leg and send it to you but it's yeah i mean i wouldn't really care that much if he got a terrible tattoo i'd kind of just be like that's a bit embarrassing for you because like we're not the same person at the end of the day like if you want to rock around with like a really bad tattoo of me like go ahead i guess like i would kind of find it funny after a certain period of time oh bless yeah that's so funny actually oh well I hope I don't know yeah speak to him let him know obviously it doesn't look like you and you know see what you can do I think cover-up is probably the best way to go maybe you can get it redone like like I said with the cover-up see if Mm. the tattoo artist can like make it look a bit more like you because he clearly does like this tattoo even when he's sober um and it is sweet that he want the he wants a tattoo with you so yeah see if you can get it to look a bit more like you and maybe make sure that you're in the tattoo parlor with him when he actually gets that done <laughs> and kind of like say oh add a bit more mascara onto that one like make my eyelashes look a bit longer like just <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. that's so funny anyway good luck with that one that's just, that, I'm so happy you got sent that dilemma and it's a bit funny that is so funny and very like random as well I love yeah. a random dilemma yeah literally okay um let's talk about this week what has happened yeah so i have got a couple of current worldwide (laughs) news do you well i've got two topics you can choose which one we'll talk about in this episode so i think the best one to speak about actually is the lizzo allegations (gasps) i'd like to speak about that we have to speak about that oh my god i the way i found out about it i'm sure i saw like a tiktok and I yeah. genuinely thought it was a joke. I was like, yeah. what do you mean? I like, know. I think the first thing I saw was a meme about something like Lizzo fat shaming you is like... Um, oh, it, I it was some, oh, what meme was it? Do you know what I'm on about? Yeah, I've seen it. Hold on. <laughs> I need to I need to like quote it. I was trying to find it earlier, but I couldn't. I saw it on Facebook. But while Sadie looks for that, I'm going to explain the allegations. So... Lizzo has actually come under some fire recently. Her three of her former dancers are suing her and they are suing for multiple different things. I'd like to say, first of all, these are allegations. This is alleged. This is, She has not been charged with anything as of yet. But these are the allegations. Assault, racial harassment, disability discrimination, weight shaming and sexual harassment. So... I've watched a couple of the interviews of the victims um, 
and the people accusing her of this. And I've also got her statement to read out as well as she's finally addressed this on Instagram, I think maybe today or yesterday. So that's a pretty big update to give on this. Um, But essentially, yeah, Lizzo, if you don't know, she is a, she's sort of a, um, what would you call it? She's like almost like the face of body positivity. And that's very much what she stands for is like, um, like Black Lives Matter, like body positivity, being plus size, being a like boss ass bitch, that kind of thing. Like she's very much like girl power, power in like people of color and power in being fat, basically, because she's not like she doesn't shy away from like saying she's fat. Like she knows she is and she'll quite out like she thinks there's nothing wrong with saying that because she thinks fat is beautiful, which is absolutely fine. Um, but where we have a problem is where she's basically publicly standing for all these things and literally behind the scenes being the complete opposite. You would never expect these allegations to come out against somebody like her. Like, to be honest, I don't like her music that much. I feel like she literally just makes music for H&M and Heart Radio. If anybody knows me, I hate Heart Radio. Anyway, this is not about that. Lizzo calling you fat, knowing damn well she weighs ten times the Burj Khalifa and approximately the size of a tornado. Oh my god! Like we're not we're not fat shaming Lizzo. Come on, but she's fat shaming other people, so it's literally quite hilarious. Like it's the most hypocritical thing ever. Oh no! Did you manage to find the meme? Oh no! I literally cannot find it anywhere because I know because somebody who I'm friends with on Facebook shared it. Oh, being fat shamed by Lizzo is like Philip Schofield taking you to one side and saying your new partner looked a bit too young. Right, so I'm going to read out Lizzo's statement now. So, this is what she said on Instagram. These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticised. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are unbelievable as they sound and they sound and too... Huh? She can't even write. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are... Um, these are oh, sorry, I can't read. Okay. These are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. These sense these sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. As an artist, I've always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I am not the villain that people and the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I'm not. There is something I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticise or terminate an employee because of their weight. I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support to lift me up during this difficult time. And I'm not going to lie, it is giving it is giving gaslighting and it is giving the victim, but... She's denying everything then, but how yeah. can you deny something that's so many people are coming out against you about with like proper statements that do line up and this is what i mean like if they've gone as far as to file a lawsuit against her like several employees yeah. it is so hard to not believe it and basically her just saying oh it's not true with nothing behind it as opposed to i'm not letting this cancel out all the good things i've done for the world like it 100 percent does not make me want to believe her like i'm sorry it doesn't no so. like she's just come out here and been like guys i did loads of good things for the world let me just address some of them right now and by the way i didn't do those things like yes. what that's i don't really know to be honest but then again like i said before there is no right way to apologize for celebrities they're always going to be criticized no matter what they say 
but I, I don't know whether to believe it or not. I think I'm like 80% believing them and 20% a little bit believing Lizzo because I kind of, I do like Lizzo and I do kind of not want to believe that it's true. But at the same time, like three former dancers suing, like apparently, I'll, I'll talk about some of the actual um, events as well. So apparently when in terms of the... Um, I don't really want to keep saying the word because I don't want this to get marked as explicit. But in terms of the S harassment, should we say, mm-hmm. use your imagination. Um, apparently she pressured her dancers to touch nude performers in Amsterdam. And when they said they didn't want to, she started chanting like, you know, like almost like we like to drink with Sadie. Yeah. Like that, but for touching the nude performer. So to be honest, like I... I can kind of see how this could happen because obviously a lot of her performances are very like I'm confident in my body shake my bum and all of this like her dancers like shaking their bum in her face and stuff like that it's very I don't want to say it's sexualized because I don't I don't know if that's the intention or not like I don't know I mean, person, I just, I don't know where I stand on um, dancers, like, shaking their ass and stuff. Like, I don't know if that is sexual sexual or not. Like, I don't know if it's intended to be or whether that's me being, like, kind of, mis- like, misogynistic and, like, objectifying. I think that her dancers are a little, like, how do you say, like, provocative. But that's not, yeah. like, that's not bad. Like that No, bad it's not a bad thing. But I can yeah. see how that could, that kind of atmosphere could lead to sort of... Um, pressurizing people into doing things like that because you're kind of all in the same mindset of thinking that you're all quite comfortable with your sexuality and quite comfortable with maybe the topic of like you know sex and stuff like that do you know what I mean like if you're all on stage one second like shaking your ass singing about like my booty's so big and all this I don't know what she (laughs) I honestly don't know any of her lyrics but like yeah that basically sums it up but it is a bit like that isn't it so to then go to a club in Amsterdam like it seems like the people who would be down for touching like new dancers just from like stereotyping if you know what I mean because they are literally on stage one minute like talking about their sexuality and then that doesn't necessarily like they're performers at the end of the day so maybe she's kind of crossed the line there and kind of not realized that their performance doesn't necessarily associate with their wants and their personalities like just because they're happy to like shake their ass on stage with her doesn't mean that they're going to want to touch a nude performer like that's not the same thing but I can but I can kind of see how a line could be crossed there I don't agree with it nor do I justify it but do you know what I'm trying to say yeah 100% um I was reading through some of the other allegations wasn't there um obviously we're talking about the weight shaming um thing how she was making comments about how this girl had gained weight um, but I don't think it was in a way that was um, derogatory. I'm sure it was in more of like a celebratory way. But I think the girl didn't want it to be pointed out or something. Let me get the actual um, yeah thing up that had happened. So let me have a look. I mean, in terms of like racial harassment and everything like that, there's no excuse for that. And I, I don't have any specifics on that. But that was one of the things that the news highlighted. But I mean, for those of you who don't know, like Lizzo is a plus size black woman. So for her to be like, if these allegations are true, then she's, it wouldn't really make sense for them to be true, if that makes sense, because she would be hating on people who are who she is. Do you know what I mean? Like, who are the epitome of what she stands for and who she is? So, I mean, we're not the people to really talk about racial harassment because we're both, we both have white privilege. But I mean, I... It's a difficult one. It just to me, it I mean, I'm not doubting that this has happened, but it just doesn't really make sense. Like yeah. if they I mean, unless she was like hating on white people, I don't see why she'd be hating on people of her own race though. Like that doesn't really make sense. No, I don't I know that. I think she's in quite like a whitewashed industry, you know, maybe that could have played a part in it. She's been accused of racial discrimination. Um and mm. she it alleges that black members of the dance troupe trope alleged <laughs> <laughs> I how do you even say that word? I don't know. Anyway, it alleges that black members of the dance team were treated differently from other members of the team. They were accused of being lazy, unprofessional, having bad attitudes. Was that by her or was that by the dance coach? Because I also heard that part of this lawsuit was against one of the dance coaches or something. Oh, really? Oh, I'm not too sure about yeah, that. Yeah, apparently. That's what I heard. So I don't know if that's towards Lizzo or whether it's towards 
Um, but I think it's t- when they say like they're suing Lizzo, I think they're suing her as a brand as well, if that makes sense. Like that's very true. They're not just selling, they're not just suing her as a person, they're suing her whole sort of like team and organization. And like the fact that she's almost like let this happen is kind of the issue, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all a bit mental, really. I mean, if someone had told me like, yeah, like when I heard like Lizzo being racist and fat phobic, it's like, it seems like the start to like a bad joke. Like it doesn't seem like it's actually something that is, no, has like, happened. It's exactly what they said. It's like Philip Schofield saying like your your partner's too young for you. Like, <laughs> like you can't be making comments when you're that, you are that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Especially stuff like that. Even if you weren't that, there's no, there's no like, there's no room for like racism and, and like weight shaming like at all literally nothing that's why i don't understand like the way that i thought about it if you had asked me at the start of this year like who's going to be cancelled for what and it would have come up as one of like the a b c or d options lizzo being cancelled for fat shaming i would not have chosen that option because that's just completely out of the ordinary that 100 percent not happen in my books and now it's happened so yeah what i mean i'm just shocked so i'm interested how it unfolds on the legal side of it like will she actually obviously be found guilty of any of these any of these things that people are trying to sue her for and like what new evidence is coming out it seems like there's new stuff coming out every single day about it um so that is quite interesting um yeah it is it is an interesting topic that i would be interested to follow as well because i have heard people say that the usual procedure for this kind of thing is to pay them a settlement and then have them sign um non-disclosure agreements ndas so they basically can't go out and talk about her again um and they'd probably have to make a statement saying that they lied or something then I don't know but essentially uh, most celebrities in this situation if they are guilty they will try and shut them up with money and have them sign an NDA so if that happens then I can only assume that she is guilty but if she actually fights this then you know then we can assume that she's got something to prove that she hasn't been doing that but it's kind of one of those things like how do you prove that exactly yeah that's exactly what i mean so okay guys so that brings us to the end of the episode but before we leave you we want to leave you with our question of the week which is would you date somebody who has an OnlyFans? um yeah so i'm really interested to hear what people say about this because i know some of our followers are dating people who have OnlyFans. so or they have only fans themselves. So I think this is going to be one which people are going to have really strong opinions on. So we'll see. <laughs> Definitely. I'm interested about this one because I've actually been looking through our email inbox and there is a dilemma which is very much surrounded about surrounded around OnlyFans. So I wanted to get you guys' opinion on this before we address it in the next episode. So stay tuned for that dilemma and we'll see you guys in episode eight. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.